gonna work now? Can I actually, like, have a half-decent podcast? Okay, so if you guys don't know me, which you guys probably don't because I'm not that well-known, my name is Victoria Jacobson, and I am a teenager that has had a pretty rough go at the year 2020, which, thank God, it's finally over. But I don't think it's over because we're just having a repeat of last year. So this podcast, I'm going to talk about my experience with COVID-19. So if I could sum up 2020 in one word, I would say it was very much so imprudent. In other words, it was disappointing. COVID-19 was fun at the start because nobody was taking it seriously and it was all a joke and nobody ever in a million years thought it would get this bad, like ever. So my friends and I were always checking the numbers like five times a class and anticipating whether or not schools in Canada would shut down. In the seventh grade, all of the kids in late February and early March were really, 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 and I mean like urging for schools to shut down because they thought, as well as myself, that it was an easy pass. We wouldn't have to do work. It was just an extra long summer break. In terms, we were right. We really were. But maybe by the third day, we all started getting bored because there was nothing to do and we just got sick of binging and, you know, watching and doing whatever kids do. Because I myself am an introvert and I'm really much so a homebody. So this affected me no way whatsoever until about a month, the month mark, where I started missing kids and socializing, which my dad was shocked to hear. I started missing teachers and actually learning because I just, I basically skipped school every day. And it hurt knowing that I wasn't going to go back to school in that school year, 2019-2021. Oh my god, 2020. Um, So it took a turn for the worse when I started releasing my anger out because I did not like the fact that I was becoming somebody my mom wanted me to be. I grew up in a very, very stressful um, home. I didn't get to meet my dad until I was seven. My parents split up before I was born and now I live with my dad and now I can't see my mom, which really, really sucks because yeah. Um, so I fought and I fought and I fought and I fought to the point where my dad just said, yeah, no, I'm having enough. So I made a mistake. And so the next day I had my very first appointment with my psychiatrist. So she thought that I was sick and I needed to go to unit. It was, this was February. So I was in unit 39. For, who, for, for you guys who don't know what unit 39 is, it's a children's psychiatric unit. So I got released on the 8th of February. Coming back to school was stressful because everybody knew where I was and it wasn't a secret, which I don't know why it wasn't, but it just wasn't a secret. And 
So everybody in my class knowing where I, where I was and what I was doing to myself made it really, really hard for people to like me. So, um, I lost, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so it made them really hard for them to make friends with me and it made it really hard for me to go out and socialize because I had basically no you know, social footprint, like, I, I was, I wasn't, no social structure, so, uh, parents, kids went and told their parents, school, school emailed the parents telling them where I was, which is a complete violation of my privacy, and so, they thought it was best if their kids stopped hanging out with someone who was mentally sick, and I am still mentally sick. So I was diagnosed with cluster B type personality disorder, clinical depression, and anxiety. So for someone who was mentally sick, quote unquote, I was angry at the person who I decided to trust because that person I told everything, like she was my best friend since kindergarten. So for her to just all of a sudden walk out of my life kind of sucked. So, one of the regulations in Canada is that we're not allowed to see our family or go out. But what I find stupid is that they're going to let us go back to school. But that doesn't add up with the you're not allowed to be in indoor or outdoor social gatherings. So, it's like, how does this add up? So, I'm not complaining. Like, I'm really happy they're trying to make everything work because they know that school is very important to kids and they know that it's very unhealthy for kids to not um to um not socialize so it's it's I know but like for people can go and fight and they can fight and they can fight but Nothing's ever going to be the same again. Like, we're not ever going to go back to normal. And I know for my age, people tell me, well, you're just, you're just not informed. And you're not this. And you're not that. But truth is, I am very, very, very informed. I know what's going on. I find out the things that my dad finds out that the government doesn't want us to know. I truly and strongly believe that COVID-19 is not a hoax, but it's a distraction. Like how the Canadian government is making isolation camps, which it's it's basically, it's basically if you refuse to isolate or you have the flu and you still go out, they put you there. So um, I strongly do truly believe that um, COVID-19 was man-made. It's, it's, it was definitely man-made. There is so much going on in this world right now that they're trying to cover up. I believe that they want to make our, our world a, um, communitist world. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. So, like, what it's called, or a socialist or whatever, where there's no borders and there's I'm completely getting off topic, but that is okay because I am out of ideas and I shouldn't be. 
I used to give little pep talks to my sister all the time about, oh my god. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was quite different knowing that, um, nothing was ever going to be the same and that the government wanted us to, um, have a world to the point where, where I live wants to break away and just have our own little country of however many people live in my province. So, it was it was weird, not gonna lie, but it is what it is.